We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in. Wednesday edition of Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here with you this morning. A day away from the Egg Bowl, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, 630 tomorrow night from Starkville. We've got some... Uh, Latest batch of college football playoff rankings. We look at game control, a uh, an ugly metric for the Rebels. We'll go through that a little bit today. Got some other college football news and notes. We have a, a college football coach giving a very honest answer at a press conference. We got a coach uh, griping about uh, players not having loyalty, which is a hell of a note considering who the coach is. That and much more coming up today on the show. Oh, I missed that one. Did you? Yeah, show brought to you by the Oxford Jonathan, Exxon. I saw Jonathan Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of his. Also, uh, all podcasts presented by Twisted Team. More on them in a little bit. So, good show for you today. The Oxford X sign. Hopefully, you took advantage of that turkey smoking. If you did, you have to pick that thing up today. Not tomorrow, Thanksgiving, today. So, remember that. If you took it by, you guys do that every year. Really appreciate that. Oxford always leads in the amount of turkeys being smoked throughout Mississippi at all the Sweet Daddy's locations. So, hope you put your name on it. You took it thawed. Pick that bad boy up today while you're in there. Stop in the beer cave. Get some uh, beverages for Thanksgiving. And you got to be around family. you got to be around a lot of people that you don't always like or you get tired of or you just need a minute. Beer cave might help you out with that. The Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West for that. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are, <clears throat> excuse me, Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guest uh, will join on the Campbell Clinic hotline. The Campbell Clinic's in Oxford now. It's 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Suite 102, just across the street from the cottages at Hooper Hollow. The Campbell Clinic provides full-service orthopedic care, everything from sports medicine to foot and ankle surgery to spine and total joint care to pediatric orthopedics, physical therapy, and more. To book an appointment, go to CampbellClinicOxford.com or call 901-759-3111. Walk-ins 
are always welcome at the Campbell Clinic, Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's a speed bump for a reason. <laughs> uh, we'll, have a, we'll have a post-game show uh, brought to you on, uh, on tomorrow evening after the Egg Bowl. It is brought to you by Dead Soxy, where they're having their winter sales event of 2023. Buy more, save more. The more you spend, the more you save. So stock up on gifts, stocking stuffers, and don't forget a little something for you. 25% off uh, any order. 30% off any order of $120 or more. 40% off any order of $240 or more. Visit deadsoxy.com. Use the code REBELGROVE at checkout. Take advantage of uh, their holiday sale. I'll have a post-game column to you tomorrow as well. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors. If you are searching for residential or commercial properties in Oxford or Tupelo, contact Whitney McNutt for amazing professional service and support. Contact Whitney at Whitney at tmhomes.com or 662-567-2573. Yeah, we'll get into playoff rankings in, uh, in, in a minute. But as you, uh, as you alluded to, the Oregon State head coach, Jonathan Smith, they, uh, by the way, they have been told that they can compete basically as a two-team conference for the foreseeable future mm-hmm. and just keep the resources and figure out what it is they would like to do there with uh, mm-hmm. the name and brand and insignias and likenesses and all the good stuff that goes along with uh, the Pac-12 as they try to salvage something to do with that. So Oregon State, Washington State in that boat. Jonathan Smith had a sit-down with uh, John Canzano, the uh, longtime columnist there in the state of Oregon. I don't know that he actually works for the Oregonian anymore, though, because I see he's got a sub-stack uh, linked up to the top of his page. Okay, yeah, yeah, I was not. He went He went independent. Okay, not aware of anything to do with him, but he's been there a long time in the uh, state of Oregon. I don't think the Oregonian is what it once was. It was once a pretty powerful paper. But was it really? It went the route of most, news, most newspapers. Papers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Newspaper industry run by some of the most non-capitalistic, non-business-minded people on the face of God's planet. So, hey, he, hey Gannett, that was directed yes, towards yeah. you guys. <laughs> if you if Hi. you felt the sting, it was real. Okay, that was... How's uh, it going? <laughs> yeah, that was that. Good, huh? Yeah. Uh, so, he teases it with this, which was absolutely the nut graph of his interview, I would assume, uh, to the point that I was obviously not going to subscribe to Gonzano's Substack, but I was really interested in the rest of the interview that I will never read because I won't subscribe to see it. But he uh, he teases this. He says, the question, does that mean that you have not had contact with other schools? <laughs> Jonathan Smith's answer, quote, I'm not trying to be sarcastic here. I've got an agent that's got a job. He best be finding out what is out there and people calling. That's how it works. I can tell you from his side, he best be working just because I'm paying him so much. They get a percentage, and I'm making a couple, and I'm making him a couple million bucks. I'm not trying to be sarcastic. Any coach, they're aware of what's potentially out there if their agent is doing their job. I'm not trying to dodge the question. I'm trying to be truthful. Okay. Jonathan Smith. Okay. Okay. Still dodge the question, but I respect the honesty and at least the realness of the profession as it comes to his uh, his his answer. Yeah, because the mean, truth is, look, I'm not in a conference. Of course, I'm listening to other jobs. Well, the truth is, I'm probably the leading candidate at Michigan State, and I'm seriously considering taking the job, depending on how much money they offer me. There's the answer. Can't say that. Can you imagine them? People would lose their minds, which is one of the things I hate about our profession, our field. We want coaches to give us non-stock answers, and when they do it, we lose our our, our cool about it. We don't. You and me don't. 
But the coach also has the not give the right answer because he has so many players that will just leave at any moment. You know sure. what I mean? Sure. So it's like... Unless you pay them to stay, at which point they'll stay. Sure. It's where we are. I mean, Dellinger had the story out yesterday about the the the, the big splits coming. It's it's going to happen. It's inevitable. Yes, Jonathan Smith is the Oregon State head coach. That is correct. He uh yeah, Kanzano did say that 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 was that was a a, a homeristic Pac twelve take that Jaden Daniels would not play at Oregon or Washington. And of course he would. Um, Come on, you know he would have to compete with Penix for the job. He'd yeah, to, sure. He, I, I think he's he would beat Nix. He's out. beat. He's better than Bo Nix. He's probably better than Penix. I still think Bo Nix is winning the Heisman Trophy. I think Saturday's big, and I think the championship games are going to be big. And that's Jaden Daniels' problem is he will not be playing on that second one it of those. Really hurts him. But then you look at what if Carson Beck lights up? What if Carson Beck lights up Alabama? He can't win it. Doesn't have enough name value. Okay. Yeah, I, I just don't think he's had enough name value. And Georgia has seen right or wrong is sort of a system job now. Yeah. After Stetson Bennett, and we had the same conversation with him, and now Beck. Yeah. Right, wrong, or indifferent, I think that's where that is from a, from a Heisman vote standpoint. But Beck's, I mean, look, Jaden really Daniels is playing. Well. Look, A and M is a train wreck from an administrative standpoint, but their defense is one of the top ten in the country. Yeah, Jaden Daniels plays that on Saturday. Bo Nix plays like the. Here's Jaden's problems: the games at eleven a.m. Yeah, the country's watching Michigan, Ohio State. Yeah, Washington's defense is like ninety eighth nationally. So when somebody blows them up, it's not the same thing as blowing up A and M. But we don't get there. Yeah, it doesn't matter. No one takes it that. That 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 forward forward at that point. I don't know. Kind of just in general, sort of frustrated with optics today. I don't know. You are. Of, yeah, I mean a little bit. I mean, I do think Jaden Daniels is the best player in the country, and I think he has zero chance of winning because his defense is bad. Oh, I think he's got more than zero percent chance. I think he's going to get a lot of votes. I think a lot of it's going to depend on where he falls. I think he has a great chance to finish balance. second or third. Could be. Winning is going to I make mean, the country giving LSU the benefit of the doubt is not likely. Yeah. When you've got the stories in the Northwest. But you don't have that dominant player. You like don't. Marvin Harrison Jr. is not winning it, I don't think. No, 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 no. And he's the best player on the field Saturday. You would need to carry the Big Ten area of the country, and you're not going to do that. Right. It's probably true. Frankly, because McCarthy's going to get votes. He is. Yeah, no, he will, for sure. I mean, just is what it is. Hey, his completion percentage is whatever the hell it is, like 78% or something. I mean, I find myself, I mean, as a voter, my my ballot's going to be southeastern oriented, so it's difficult for me to criticize the the people in the Big Ten that that's what they see when their vote is midwestern oriented, or if you if you work in the in the Pacific Northwest and your vote is Pac-12 oriented. I, I yeah. get it. That's what you see. No, I just mean from an electoral college type voting standpoint, though, when you know you're going to get trounced over there and you got to make it up somewhere. Yeah. Because even in the South, there's going to be people that vote for the Northwestern guy, Northwestern sure. area guys. Sure. So where are you getting the votes? I yeah. guess that's my point. Yeah. And you would need them from the Midwest. And I just don't think that's I, – I don't think the Ohio and Michigan and Indiana areas – you know what? The LSU quarterback, we're going to hype him up right here. Yeah. Sorry. 
Yeah, and they won't see the A&M game because they'll be watching Ohio State-Michigan. Correct. Yeah. Yes, no matter what happens there. So the latest rankings come out last night. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and Washington. One, two, three, four. Washington replacing Florida State at that number four spot. But clearly, Florida State is still in decent position considering Michigan or Ohio State have to lose uh, on Saturday to move up. So really, the top five are controlling their own destiny, I think, in this way. Oregon can still get in at six, obviously, because they would have a chance to uh, knock off teams moving forward as well. And then anybody seven or later needs uh, help. That's Texas at seven, Alabama at eight, Missouri nine, Louisville 10, Penn State 11, Ole Miss 12, Oklahoma 13, LSU 14, Arizona 15. Arizona's done a hell of a job turning this thing around. Big time. 15 with a loss in Starkville. That's a. I'm sure they'd love to have that one back. Because they'd be about 11 right now. They'd be in great shape. Yeah, that'd be a whole different deal. I, I'll give you one as we have this conversation about rankings and all this stuff coming up. I'll tell you what scared me a little bit at the bottom of this as a reporter who is going to have to talk about an access bowl game potentially if Ole Miss gets one moving forward. That number 25 spot scared me, Liberty. I'm worried about an Ole Miss Liberty Peach Bowl. Ugh. Because Tulane's at 23, Liberty's at 25. Tulane's not playing overly well. Right. Now, is it possible that SMU would jump everybody? I, I don't know the answer to that. But Liberty cracking into that poll, and on December 1st, if they win this game, they play New Mexico State. Mm-hmm. And New Mexico State right now is seen as this trendy team because of the way they dismantled Auburn last week. I'm a little concerned that a Liberty win over New Mexico State on December the 1st throws the Flames up as the top group of five team. Oh. I'm just kind of looking down bracket a little bit, but that would put Ole Miss, if Ole Miss got an access bowl in line to play a group of five, potentially, at least in the pool, because again, they can't play Tulane, but they could play Liberty if Liberty jumped. So not something to focus on, not worth more than I'm saying right now, but just keep an eye on that. I actually thought that 25 down at the bottom was kind of substantial for Liberty. There's no scenario where a group of five doesn't get in. No, they are in. Even if they are not ranked in the top 25, they put one in. They have to rank so them somehow. Stupid. So just... I mean, what was the impetus for that? Got to have one for the little guy? Yeah. When Why? Cincinnati got in the year so and whatever. Stupid. I hate all that political correctness crap. Get the best damn teams. I hate stuff like that. It drives, in every aspect of life, it drives me absolutely incre- just crazy. Why? If you're hiring, hire the 100, you got, get, they say hire 100 people. Hire the 100 best people. Mm-hmm. If they're all men, fine. If they're all women, fine. If they're all purple, great. If they're all handicapped, awesome. Whatever. Hire them all. Hire the best 100. Don't do, well, we've got to have an equal representation. For what? Your job is to make the most money or to be the most successful or to win the most games. So stupid. You deserve the chaos. They deserve the criticism, the chaos, everybody being upset about it because you did it to yourself. Well, we must have a spot for the group of five. Why? For what? Now, if a group of five team is awesome and they schedule four or five and they're on their merit and they beat the hell out of everybody. Oh, super. Put them in, put them in. 
But would we have been better well, off yeah, like a few years, years ago? ago if, we, we, we weren't. You know, we were debating Cincinnati in the top four. We weren't debating Cincinnati in the top twelve. They deserved it. Okay, cool, sweet, right. it's fine, right? Got no issues. No. Liberty playing no one. No. I mean, who's Liberty played this year? I have their schedule. Bowling Green, 34-24 win. New Mexico State, they've already played once. 33-17, Liberty over New Mexico State. Okay, so their big accomplishment is going to be beating them twice. Go ahead. Buffalo, 55-27. Yay. FIU, 38-6. Ridiculous. Sam Houston State, 21-16. Nobody. Jacksonville State, 31-13. There's your best win. Middle Tennessee, 42-35. Nobody. Western Kentucky, 42-29. Ridiculous. Louisiana Tech, 56-30. Completely stupid. Old Dominion, 38-10. Again. UMass. Ridiculous. 49-25. UTEP on Saturday. And then New Mexico State again December 1st at 6 o'clock on CBS Sports Network. I realize that Auburn can't say this after what (laughs) happened to them. The good teams in the SEC, if they played that schedule, would sleepwalk through it. There's, there's this, Alabama would be undefeated. There are three Pulse games on their entire schedule. New Mexico State twice and uh, Jacksonville State. Pulse games. I Alab- didn't say great games. I said Alabama games. would go undefeated against that schedule. Missouri would go undefeated against that schedule. Ole Miss would go undefeated against that schedule. Tennessee would go undefeated against that schedule. Texas A&M would go undefeated against that schedule. I'm probably leaving somebody out who would go undefeated against that schedule. Yeah, I had Tulane going 12-0 and 0 and beating Ole Miss. Fine, give him a 12 spot. I got no problems. Coming off last season? Sure. I'll play it. I'm fine. But Tulane's, what would their biggest win other than Ole Miss be? SMU in the championship game. Okay, so play people. That's yeah. my point. In the Power 5 leagues, you play people. You do. You play teams. We can make fun of the Big 12. We can make fun of the ACC. But no, you play people. You do play some games. Yeah, sure. That's ridiculous. But hey, that's that's political correctness at work right there. You get it. You get you, and the result is what you get. You get stupidity. You get waste. No one benefits from that other than liberty. So the other thing that I mentioned in the opening is uh of all coaches that wants uh, once you're committed to a school, you to not be allowed to take any, visits anywhere else. Deion Sanders yesterday Dion now upset. He's upset about what? He, he would like once you're committed to a school, you can't take visits to other schools. He 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 he's against. Um, well, then put in an early signing date where they sign something. He's and you he, commit. He's commit lost a couple it. commits this week, and suddenly we don't want. To, I mean, who, who poached Florida State on signing day suddenly has an issue with with this? Come come on, come yeah, on, right, come on. Then let him. Let if you want. If you truly feel that. Make it where you can offer a scholarship any day of the year. Mm-hmm. And they can sign it. Immediately. And it's, and it's binding. Both ways. That, School. You want to fix recruiting? That's how you fix it. Now you're going to hotbox kids, but yes. Yeah, but, but if you truly want to fix recruiting, that's how you do it. It'll stop all these early offers and these stories on, and on our network too. 2027 kid down to 17 schools. Did you read? Did you read the article? I mean, I, that's so stupid. When people write that, I always like, did you read what you just wrote? A kid who can't sign anything for at least two years, three in some cases, just narrowed his quote choices. By the way, none of he has no binding offers yet because they can't legally give him a binding offer. 
just because he needed some social media attention, got someone to do an edit with his top 20. And you're writing about what that means. We're not an ATM. That's not going to happen here, Sanders said. If you come to Colorado to play football for me and the Buffaloes because you really want to play football and receive a wonderful education, all the business stuff will be handled on the back end. We're not an ATM. You're not coming here to get rich unless you're really coming here with a plan to go to the NFL and get your degree, not to come here and be money bag yo. That's a rapper, right? We don't. We want players that want us trying to convince somebody and doing that, being held hostage financially. We ain't with that. We're not going to buy anybody whatsoever. We have tremendous oh, needs. I'm pretty sure everybody in the country knows what we need and how much we need. That's not a secret, and recruits are responding. Trust me, not a day goes by. The kids aren't blowing our recruiting staff up. They're calling, and we're responding. I don't doubt that. They lost two commitments this week, one to Missouri, one somewhere else. A kid ain't even faithful to his girlfriend. He thinks he's going to be faithful to a school. Come on, man. That's an emotional thing. What I wish the NCAA would do, if you're committed elsewhere, you can't go on any other visits. If you're committed, that means you're committed. You can't go on no other visits. Why would you be committed, but you're still letting kids go on visits? That means you're just playing. No, because you could drop. Schools drop committed kids all the time. Yes. I mean, Ole Miss, Ole Miss has dropped a couple of them here recently. Happens. Yeah, those mutual decisions are not mutual decisions. No, of course not. Just like in a breakup, somebody's breaking up with somebody. Yeah, when the there kid, is a percentage to that. Usually, when you see a kid decommit, the school dropped him, and they were they let him control the messaging, obviously, because why not? Yeah, sure. Whatever. I mean, what are you going to do? Let me fine. You wish him well. Good luck. The hypocritical part of this is he wanted all these kids to be binding immediately once they committed and then comes back and goes, we haven't lost anything we want. Trust me on that. Well, then why do you care if they went somewhere else? Makes no sense. Obviously very frustrated coming off the 56-14 loss to Washington State. I think they've lost seven games now. I think that's right. Um, lost seven of eight since starting 3-0. and Lone win coming over three and eight Arizona State in a game that they won late. I don't remember exactly how that went down, but it was overtime or or close to it there. And Tempe in that one. So anyway, that's your college football uh, major news. We get into rankings and CFP as far as Ole Miss is concerned and what that looks like after the break. First, are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. It's unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made from real brewed tea, plus flavorful punch with 5% alcohol, no carbonation, Perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team, you're tutting in the stadium, parking lot, watching in a bar, hosting friends at home. It's there to elevate your experiences. It complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. Are you retiring soon? How long should you wait to take Social Security? These are just some of the questions that can only be answered with a personalized retirement income plan. Andrew Sego with Sego Wealth Management specializes in helping folks just like you come up with their retirement game plan. Whether you meet at his office in Collierville or prefer Zoom from anywhere, schedule a free discovery meeting, see what they can do for you. It's rebelsretire.com. Brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great people, products, and services. If you live in Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. And if you live in uh, Hernando, Memphis, DeSoto County, those areas, get in touch with Southern, 662-429-4429.
ASTOT is a Nashville-based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1, no matter what the retail value may be. Shop now at astock.bid, that's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D, or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. Astock has multiple locations around Nashville, as well as Memphis, some in Indiana, and more coming soon that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. The College Corner is in Oxford now. It's also two locations in the Jackson area. If you're starting to get your uh, Christmas shopping uh, started. Don't forget the College Corner Store. Also, collegecornerstore.com. The location in Oxford is uh, just off Sisk Avenue at the Oxford Commons. More than 4,000 square feet of the best Rebel gear. Again, collegecornerstore.com. And we're brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle based in Jackson, Mississippi. Clients in uh, more than 20 states. Advisors in multiple states. They provide detailed specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much more. At Pinnacle, investing is treated like a commodity. Decisions are made using objective information and research, not emotions. So get in touch with them at mypinwealth.com. That's M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. Also brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Uh, Get in touch with John if you're thinking about a uh, trip that you want to create a lifetime of unique memories. Just get in touch with him. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget, and he'll give you options that you won't find on your own. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. Podcast also brought to you by G&M Pharmacy, reminding you about their uh, high-dose flu shots they have available for patients over 65 years old. Most clinics typically give standard dose to all patients, so they highly recommend the 65 and up get a high-dose flu shot from them. They also have the uh, RSV vaccine for anyone who needs that, and those are by appointment which makes getting in and out super easy. So just give them a call to schedule 662-236-2222 for G&M Pharmacy or 662-252-2321 for Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs. So looking at Ole Miss' situation, kind of a reminder here from an Access Bowl standpoint, if Louisville is ahead of Ole Miss in the rankings, they need to be in the top 11 of the college football playoff rankings to get in a bowl, in an access bowl. That would do it because Louisville, is, as long as they are in the position they're in, they're guaranteed the top ACC spot that is not in the playoff. Now, here's the catch on that. If Florida State's not in the playoff, then Louisville could fall below Ole Miss, and you just need to be in the top 11. So, I mean, Neil. The ACC would get two if Florida State fell outside the top four. Right. And Louisville's in the top 11. What if Florida State lost to Florida and to Louisville? Well, they I mean, I guess when I'm, to make it simple, the top ACC team is not in the play, that's not in the playoff is guaranteed an access bowl. Correct. So, okay. yes, there is a way. I guess my point is, let's do it this way. If there's only one ACC team ahead of Ole, ahead of Ole Miss in the playoff rankings, mm-hmm. they need to finish in the top 11. Okay. If there are two and one of those is in the playoff, well, no, no, period. They need to finish in the top, what, whatever, 10 or 11. Does that make sense? Is it 10 or 11? Well, it depends. Okay. If Florida State falls out of the playoff but remains in the top 11, then they get in the then they get right. in the thing, and right. Louisville would have to just be ahead of Ole Miss and in the top 11, too, to get an access bowl. But if Louisville was at 12 and Ole Miss was at 11, but Florida State's not in the playoff, then Ole Miss just has to be in the top 11. Right, okay. If you're looking at those games, you're cheering for Florida Saturday. You're cheering for Kentucky Saturday. 
you're cheering for whichever one has the most you you want losses as many losses as you can from ACC. Teams. Ole Miss, yes, Ole Miss can be in the top eleven and get in if there's only one ACC team guaranteed to be in one above them. Gotcha. If there are two guaranteed to be in to be above top, them, they have to be top, top 10. ten. Yeah, yes, that is correct. Okay. Same way that Ole Miss got in in 2014 because they moved ahead of Florida as the next SEC team, not in the playoff. That's how Ole Miss got in in 14. Benefited from Florida losing the championship game. That is correct, yes. Yeah. And Florida having horrific quarterback play. I forget who that was. Um, so I've got kind of – I've got five teams in one grouping here. I think that looking for these spots, these final groups or whatever, assuming they all went out, they all have fairly similar, similar, similar resumes. We got Missouri at number nine. We got – Louisville at number 10. I'm going to throw them in this group because I think it's relevant, even despite the fact that they have a, a good shape for an automatic if Florida State stays in the top four. Penn State at number 11, Ole Miss at 12, and Oklahoma at 13. I feel like all those teams have somewhat similar resumes for you to move them up and down in this pecking order, however you would like. Yes. Adam McClintock does a ton of metrics for this kind of stuff. He's very, very good. Very good. Very good. Um, He's probably an Oklahoma fan, but Oklahoma is ranked dead last out of this group. So it's it's computers. It's not his his bias. I think he's a fan of accuracy more than he is. He is. He is a fan of accuracy. And, and what he has done is he's essentially taken the metrics that the committee is supposed to look at. Mm-hmm. They have a criteria. Mm-hmm. He's taken those metrics, put them into the computers, and spit out numbers. And how he models the rankings, I guess, should be how I put it. And he gets really close. He gets really close. He makes a prediction on Monday of what Tuesday will bring, and he – Basically nails it. So I'm going to read the team, and then we'll break it down a little more, but the team and then his paragraph for each of these five teams. So starting at Oklahoma at 13, he says, nailed it. Sooners have a good strength of schedule at 38, but the easiest strength of schedule of the two lost teams in the top 16. The five quality wins are good, but the one top 25 win is glaring. Good game control at 20.6. It's the relative strength of schedule and only one top 25 win that keeps them here. Game control is a key metric as we explain move to people what game control means because game control is what's going to end up being the big game thing control is a funny stat because it's essentially trying to quantify eye test mm-hmm. if we're just being real honest sure here. it is trying to put a number to what you think you see on the screens mm-hmm. so it's a metric that factors in margin of win and margin of defeat mm-hmm. and comes up with during a game how control in control of the game were you and puts a number to it yes that is what it's doing yes it's a debatable stat. Do whatever you want with it, but that's what it is. Oklahoma has a game control of 20.6. The higher the number, the better. Okay. Oklahoma. What? Watch this. Listen to this. He slowed down. Oh, he slowed down for that one. Yeah, he got that. Flying one. over the first one. He hit the. Was that car- construction? Yeah, cars okay. all over the place. It's holidays. You know, it's so stupid. Ole Miss at 12. Strength of schedule, by the way, here's Ole Miss's metrics. Strength of schedule is nine. Oklahoma's was 38. Yep. Strength of schedule, nine. Quality wins, five. I, I don't know what they consider a quality win. I assume a team that's 500 or better, but I have no idea. Probably somewhere in the top 50 or whatever yeah, it is. But they have five quality wins for Ole Miss, yep. two top 25 wins, Tulane and LSU. Mm-hmm. Game control, 12.7, which is the lowest of the group that right. I am discussing. Right. And he had them modeled at 12. Yep. Spot on. Where the Sooners' resume was short on strength of schedule and top 25 wins, Ole Miss's resume is lacking game control. The blowout loss to Georgia is looming large in the committee's mind as well as the model. 
we'll get to it in a minute. What's hurting Ole Miss is a 14-point loss to Bama, a 35-point loss to Georgia, and then some of its wins, Auburn, Texas A&M. Arkansas. Arkansas. Uh, they haven't LSU blown anybody out. Are all close wins, including games that in the fourth quarter they 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 trailed. Those the, the two lane game they were tied going into the fourth. The Arkansas game they trailed in the fourth. LSU they trailed in the fourth. Texas A and M it was a three point game. Um, the Auburn game Auburn ended up closing and making it a one one score final. All of those things are hurting Ole Miss in metrics. Now, what is happening, in my opinion, I think they are focused too heavily on game control because they're almost delegitimizing wins and losses in favor of game control. Because when you talk about Ole Miss, what are two plays that stick out in my head that has changed their numbers that I think puts them in two or three spots different in rankings, my opinion, based off his models? Okay. The pass to Zakari Franklin against Auburn that if he catches that, they probably jump up by two, three scores right oh, there. Yeah. They blow that game out. And then A&M on the, obviously, touchdown on the reversal on the field goal. Right. Those two plays change Ole Miss's game control by five to seven points, I would assume. Yeah, because Missouri, for example, is really benefiting from a couple of things. One, their loss to Georgia was just nine points. And it didn't kill them on game control because they were in it and late. Yeah. And then they turned around the next week and just beat the brakes off of Tennessee. They did. And it's creating – this is what's interesting about it to me. As you move into next season, game control being this prominent – because McClintock admits this committee is obsessed with game control. They're focused on it more than they probably should be given right. the relative of the metrics. Yeah, It is going to put people in positions to run up scores next year mm-hmm. and – it creates a weird environment where you almost get punished if you don't hold down the gas and you let a team score 10 late when it doesn't matter. Right. And that that that's not what the metric is supposed to be. That's no, it's, one. It's that, gonna, that's it's, what's screwed it's up. It's going to lead it. to coaches not playing depth guys at the end of games, yes. which is a reward, right? I mean, it's one of the things it's going to it's going to further deteriorate the sport. Because one of the things that that you want is you want to see the kids who practiced all year come in and play right the end of the ulm game you want to see guys that have i mean think about how much work those guys have put in and they haven't gotten to play and now they get to go in mom and dad are in the stands their girlfriends in the stands the brothers and sisters are in the stands they get to see that's exciting that's the point if you take that away what's what's in it for those guys anymore so Penn State, number their, their strength of schedule is number eight. So basically Ole Miss is. Ole Miss is nine. Penn State is eight. They have five quality wins just like Ole Miss does. They have one top 25 win to Ole Miss is two. But their game control is 24.3. They are getting a metric ton of mileage out of that 31 nothing win over Iowa right now from a, from a game control standpoint. That has pushed them way up in things from that standpoint. They said about Penn, He said about Penn State right where the model had them. The resume has five quality wins, good game control, and good strength of schedule. So why are they not the highest two-ranked loss team? Only one top 25 win, but no blowout losses. That's what separated them from Ole Miss. Again, make of it what you will. That's where that's uh, – yes, the, as Grind says, yes, game control is similar to eye test. It is trying to legitimize eye test with numbers. That is what it's trying to do. Yeah. Number 10, Louisville. Strength of schedule is 100, by the way. 100. Six quality wins. Top 25 wins one. Game control 15.7, a little better than Ole Miss. Modeled at 10. 
Why did the committee and model have one loss Louisville at number 10 behind two loss Missouri? Poor strength of schedule, average game control, two a uh, few top 25 wins, and most of all, that bad loss to Pitt. That'll put you at 10th at 10 and 1. And then Missouri at number 9, 10 on strength of schedule. So Penn State, Ole Miss, and Missouri are 8, 9, 10 and national strength of schedule. Missouri has four quality wins. That's one spot below Ole Miss. They both have two top 25 wins. Missouri's are Kansas State and Tennessee, as opposed to LSU and Tulane. Their game control, uh, so I guess it's the lower number, the better, uh, I guess, unless he's got that wrong. Game control at 9.7, and then modeled at number 9. Oh, no, game control is worse. That's actually, that's that's interesting about this. Missouri has the worst game control of the bunch, even worse than Ole Miss's. How did Mizzou land at nine with that game control? Great strength of schedule, two top 20 wins, and more important in the range, margin of defeat is low. The committee recognized it, and the model projected it. Okay, now this I actually have a bigger problem now. So we're using game control to model numbers, and then we're disassociating game control to say, well, they didn't lose as bad, even though the loss is built into the game control number. Now we're just throwing it wherever we want to and doing a poll again. Mm-hmm. That actually delegitimizes what the entire thing of what I just said. Say it again. Frankly, including McClintock's model, because if game control is margin of defeat and margin of victory, mm-hmm. and Ole Miss has a better game control number than Missouri, and the Georgia loss is factored into game control, mm-hmm. to then turn around and go, Missouri's at nine, Ole Miss is 12 because the blowout loss wasn't as bad. Well, you've already metriced that into a number where Ole Miss came out higher on the stat. I'm, so I'm, now I'm, we're doing very, the recency bias off a of poll again. I'm clearly not smart enough to understand all of it. I mean, does that make sense? It it, it does. I, I I'll be honest. This is one of those stories that I know I'm supposed to like get passionate about. It. I just like I, I I hear this and I'm like they're going to do whatever the hell they want to do in that room. I go back to that. I keep going back to what I basically believe, which is at the end of the day, next is it next Sunday? Yeah, it's next Sunday. Next Sunday, they're going to do what they want to do and what the bowls want. That's what I believe. And so I'm, I'm having, I'm be honest, I'm having a difficult time getting particularly worked up about it because I think they're going to do whatever it is they want to do. But I don't think they're bumping a twelve to nine. No, but with no can, games but played, they can bump a twelve to eleven. They can bump an eleven to ten. I mean, Missouri's in if they beat Arkansas. They are. It's going to come down to. Ole Miss or Penn State, one of them's going to get left out, assuming they both win, assuming Ole Miss beats Mississippi State and Penn State beats Michigan State, one of them's going to get left out. If you're Ole Miss, you better cheer like hell for Tulane to beat SMU next week. I mean, you better buy all the wave gear you could possibly yeah, have. That helps you. Well, you don't have it without it because you don't have right. a second top 25 win. So I guess it's just – I just keep coming back to there's a lot of games left to be played. These things typically work themselves out. For whatever reason, the committee has always gotten lucky. They are a horseshoe up your, you know what, um, always have been. It's always worked out for them. And in this case, if it doesn't, well, it didn't work out. Someone's going to, one of the power five teams is going to get left out because at some point you refuse to put your foot in the ground and go, this stupid group of five rule is dumb. I'm not signing off on it. Because you could have said, no, we're going to move forward without the group of five. Screw them. Yeah, you have 13 teams that have legitimate arguments right now. You have 13 teams for twelve for 11 spots, counting yes. the group of five. Yeah, and some of it's going to work its, itself out. Somebody's going to get upset. Upsets are going to happen. Somebody's going to get upset this weekend. You mean losing, yeah. Yeah. Not frustrated. Yeah. yeah. No, they're going to lose a game. Whether it's 
Ole Miss to Mississippi State or Missouri to Arkansas or Florida State to Florida or Louisville to Kentucky or someone's going to get beat this week. It, yeah. al- it almost always works that way. And I'm not, I'm not really passionate about it. I don't like you telling me these are the numbers, then you just ignore the numbers. Sure. That's what's bothering me. Of course. But there is again, we're just doing a poll again. But you could be completely safe from this right now if you hadn't done the group of five thing. I keep coming back to that. Are you? Do you really believe? Is, it, is there anyone who honestly believes that Tulane is one of the or SMU or Liberty? Take your pick. Is one of the twelve best teams in college football, and that if they played a Power Five schedule, that they would have a record anything resembling what they have today? Of course. Is not. there anyone who believes that? Then why are we doing it? Then why are we doing it? You see, I won't be shocked if they take Louisville and push them the hell out of the way once it's certain the Florida State's not going to be in the playoff. I think they're protecting that second ACC spot sure. right now. Could be. And making it look better. Because Louisville's schedule gives I me mean, – there's nothing on that schedule that says they're better than Oklahoma, Ole Miss, Missouri, or Penn State. Sure. Their strength of schedule is 100. Sure. It's my point. And they have one top 25 win, and they have the worst loss. But again – I get they only have one loss. But again – you would you could overcome all of this by having the group of five out, by not putting them in this. And nobody wants to do that because, well, this isn't the NCAA basketball tournament. There's not 68 teams where you take the East Coast Athletic Conference champ because they won and you put them in a 15 seed and let them get their brains beat out on Thursday night and then move on. That's what that tournament is. Frankly, I wouldn't mind if we got away from that. But at least in that scenario, the teams that don't make it lost so many games that you're like, well, I mean, win two of those, champ, and you're in. I mean, you lost a bunch. You have 14 losses, for example. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I mean, I'm, I have a have a difficult time like having a bleeding heart about that. Yeah, 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 sure. But in this case, and if this were next year, and this is the point, like this year, it doesn't really matter. You go to the Citrus Bowl. No, right now it's simply figuring out what it means for next year. But next year, it would be a really big deal. So fix it. But they're not. They've already gone forward and go, Oh, it's not even on the table. If anything, I think you run the risk of having two. Oh, because we've got to be politically correct. I think when you lose a Power 5 automatic spot, they might give two automatics to the group. Well, then they're they're doubly stupid. But that's what happens in our – this is when you let society and all the stupid shit bleed into sports. Because sports, frankly, is the last bastion of meritocracy. It's the last place. Corporate world, now you got to hire certain percentages and stuff. We don't do that in football. We don't do that in basketball. No one does that in baseball. No one does that in sports. We don't do that in sports, except for officials. We kind of do it with officials. But we don't do it with sports. It's a meritocracy. But now you're getting away from that. Because this is not a meritocracy. This is you let society climb into sports and it's costing you. And so whoever gets left out, assuming they win, that's who they can blame. Don't blame computer models. Don't blame a handful of people sitting in a room in Dallas. Blame the people who signed off on this format because it made enough people happy and feel good. There's your story. Now, no one's going to write that because our field is nothing but a collection of liberals who sign off on that. But that's the reality. They don't belong. They didn't earn it. They're not the same. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. 
Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And there it is. And if this were next year, it'd be a really big deal. And... Next year is there's nothing happening to change this formula to oh, prevent this from happening next year, where you lose a playoff shot. This year you just lose a. If Ole Miss is the one that's left out, let's be real. You lost out on potentially going to the Peach Bowl or the Cotton Bowl, and instead you're going to go to the Citrus Bowl. The money's going to be exactly the same. Nobody really cares. They're not playoff games next year. These are playoff games. You lost the right to go play the five seed at their place in a first-round playoff game to earn a spot in the national quarterfinals. That's what you would have lost. Yeah, Florida State without a quarterback where you go, oh, wow. Or just whatever. But but point being. Yeah, but the prestige of playing in that game. Yeah. That's what you lost. This year, it's no no big deal. It's just not. This year, it's like, okay, instead of going to Atlanta, you'll go to Orlando, whatever. Who cares? The money's the same. The conference is going to split up all the money, whatever. We'll close that. Move on to second. First, podcast brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. Getting close to the end of 2023. If you need to make year-end donations for tax purposes, call the foundation. They'll walk you through their philanthropic giving initiatives, whether it's the Vault Society or Empower. They both give you a tax-deductible way to support the Champions Now campaign. Or if you're working on estate planning, call the foundation. Discuss Forever Ole Miss. For information, that's 662-915-7159 or give to athletics.com. We'll have uh, picks up tomorrow. They're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency, connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, they can help you across the board. If your company is looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, Service Specialist can help you as well. Keep in mind that payment of service is solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send. So you've got nothing to lose. Give Will, Sidney, or Kelsey a call at 5138 or check out their new and improved website, service specialist ltd.com. Uh, Oxford's newest Greek restaurant on the square, Opa, is the perfect place to plan your Christmas party. Uh, fabulous food, great craft libations. Uh, they can accompany up to 200 uh, guests. For catering or booking information, contact Jeannie at 601 421 7147. 
Get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile. From routine checkups to advanced treatment like implants and Invisalign, Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. So schedule your appointment today. Take the first step toward a better version of yourself at CorinthDental.com. Are you a displaced corporate executive wanting to put your career in your own hands? Are you an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify? Andy Ludeke can help. He owns multiple franchises and businesses and uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy. Put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You've got nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net. Contact Andy at Andy at myperfectfranchise.net or call him at 404-973-9901. Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails, a lot offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding offerings from beginner lessons to advanced to competing at nationally recognized competitions. It's also a great venue for events, so get in touch with them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Podcast also brought to you by Prime Shrimp, primeshrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you. Everything from the Orange Style Barbecue to the Signature. A couple of my favorites. They got the uh, lemon cracked pepper. Tons of options there with Prime Shrimp. And you can deliver it straight to your door. Fewer than 10 minutes freezer to plate. It's great for a uh, quick meal. It's great for lunch, extra protein snack. Or you can even incorporate it into the holiday meals in different ways. Prime Shrimp can do all those things for you. Again, use code RG at primeshrimp.com. Buy five pouches or more. And when you do that, you get 25% off. Again, that's 25% off with code RG at primeshrimp.com. And then reminder that if you uh, missed out on getting a pair of the uh, Air Force One Kiffin shoes from the Grove Collective, here's your chance to do one better. Style Assembly, a women's boutique on the square, is partnered with the Collective to offer a pair signed by Lane himself. You can order to win two different ways. You can go to shopstyleassembly.com, purchase a raffle ticket for $25, or make any purchase on the site or in the store including gift cards. Each ticket and purchase counts as an entry. There are no restrictions on the entries. 100% of raffle ticket sales plus 10% of all merchandise sales given directly to the collective. Use code RG15 at checkout to get 15% off your order. Also, enjoy free shipping on orders over $150. Discount does not apply to raffle tickets. So knock out some holiday shopping while supporting the collective's NIL efforts. That shop, styleassembly.com, 203 North Lamar. Ask for Kate, and she'll personally help you out. I mean, think about it. What Final Fours do you really love? When it's, if it's Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, and North Carolina, are you in? Well, of course. You want to see the brands. No, we always said this. After the first weekend when Cinderella's fun, just give me the best teams and let's play it that way. Of course. You, you'd think that they'd figure this out. This oh, no, is, I, mean, I completely agree with you. I just think it's dumb to not also get it right. I guess that's my point. Like, if we're going to throw out the whole process and just throw the whole damn process out and do a poll or a BCS system with that's computers. basically what they're going to do. But then call it that. I guess is my well, point. Can't. I mean, well, like, I mean, welcome to my world. I mean, that's the way I think about a lot of things. Why don't we? Why don't we say a lot of things are the way they are? Hey, because we're using of why all these do metrics, but what we're doing is finding a metric to justify what we just think. Nobody speaks truth. You know that. I mean, it's, it's nobody speaks truth anymore. You don't. You don't. You don't do that. You come up with all these. BS reasons that you do these things. And the truth is you did it because you do, well, they, we have some policy that required that we do it that way. Then say that. Yeah. 
you see with the uh, speaking of the Hawkeyes, we'll talk about it a good bit because it does look like at least for now that's who Ole Miss is going to play in the Citrus Bowl, assuming that games play out anywhere near scratch. See what their over under is this week. It's like 26 and a half. Twenty six. Twenty six and a half. I mean, they're playing a team that doesn't score much. That's pretty good on defense. Despite all these unders, Iowa the is dead last in the country in hitting overs. Yeah. They are the most under team in the country, even despite the numbers coming down to where they're coming down. I mean, if you had to bet today, Nebraska scores how many points against Iowa? 13 or less. For yeah, damn I mean, sure. I'd bet like 10. If you had to bet today, that means Iowa scores what? 12, 13 points? Under. 71 teams in the country average more than 26 and a half by themselves. Yeah. I know we spend a lot of time on it. it. It just sort of fascinates me because they win a lot of games and they bog down and play defense to such a level. It's not even necessarily the points given up. It's the points given up despite how much they're on the field. Yes. It just, it, it's like watching a car wreck. It just sort of takes my mind in places I go, wow. They are remarkably good on defense. And, and they play field position better than you all in the, the For all the jokes, the punter's terrific. Not yeah. just at booming the ball, but on placing the ball. Very, very good. They're very fundamentally sound in those two areas. And it it shows. It's remarkable. I mean, the Broyles Award should not even be a competition. No, it shouldn't. You should just hand it to him. Does he have any head coach smoke hey, ever? Or is he just I, happy and cool? I've never heard his name, so I, I'm assuming that he just likes doing what he does. If you're Iowa, would you consider the promotion when Ferenc is gone? Yeah, I don't know enough about the guy to know okay. whether he's that kind of personality can he recruit or whatnot but he can certainly coach defense and evaluate defensive talent they put dudes in the nfl on that side of the ball just about every year mm-hmm. eagles chiefs from monday night got a, a 29 million number uh Whew. which was the uh, most watched football game of the year it is the most watched monday night football game in 27 years uh in 1996 in november the cowboys packers got 31 million on Monday Night Football, so most in twenty-seven years are there for uh, for that number. Is that just the ESPN number? Does that include the Manning cast and everything? That includes the Manning cast. Okay. That is three different metrics, but the number was even really large on ABC alone. And then because ABC from a traditional metric got fifteen point five, we got right at twelve on a simulcast on ESPN, and the Manning cast pulled in a couple few million. So whatever that number ended up being somewhere in there. I actually watched the Manning cast for whatever reason. I think because I just got on that channel and didn't feel like flipping. Oh, really? But it was fine. I find them entertaining sometimes. Yeah, yeah, sure. They're fine. Yeah, I got no issue with It's lost its uh, novelty, I guess. But it's... In a bad way or a good way? No, I mean, just you're used to it now. So it's not as like, oh, who are they going to get next? But it was was good. I enjoyed it. It was fine. They had Mark Wahlberg on... Did they? And he didn't appear to really want to be there. Oh, really? Yeah, it was kind of interesting. And then they had uh, Caitlin Clark on. And she was oh. actually pretty good. She's a big Chiefs fan. Oh, is she? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did not watch any of that this week. I just watched. I, I sort of forgot about it, but I, I only saw the traditional. NFL's king, though. That was a huge number. It remains the king. Undisputed. Sitting on its throne. No one anywhere near it. No one even getting close enough to lob a grenade at it. Just king. I asked you yesterday if you're going to watch uh, Napoleon. Some of the reviews have been mixed early on. Storyline apparently really good, but uh, 
Phoenix getting some iffy reviews yeah. as far as playing him. Okay. Uh, at this point, I did see yesterday that uh, he, one of his hats, you know, he wears those uh, bicorn hats, mm-hmm. uh, was sold for $2.1 million yesterday. One of Napoleon's actual hats. That is hats. correct. Not yes. Phoenix from the movie. Right, yes, right, Napoleon's right. actual hats. He is estimated as having around 120 during the course of his life. So it's one of 120. Wow. From, and it's, it's from 1810. Okay. Has been verified. $2.1 million. How about that? But the number of the the amount of money you would need to go, you know what, two point one million on one of Napoleon's hats. That's that, that that's what we're gonna do. You got to have a lot of spending money to do. Oh, that. where it doesn't matter at yeah, all. Like, you're whatever. You're What's, playing to a point that is. You got to be somebody that two point one million is just like okay. Because where do you put it? The hat. Yeah, it's in like your room with all that kind of crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a room behind glass, obviously. Well, yeah, yeah. Taken care of. It'd be a nice conversation piece. What's oh, that? what's that? Oh, that was Napoleon's hat. Really? Yeah, it's his real hat. <laughs> he wore that hat in battle. Yep, that hat. I mean, you'd be interested. You'd be like, really? We do dumber things, though, that are worth more from a collectible. Like, that's not a bad collectible if you're actually into that kind of thing. That's a really good one. Yeah. Like, more than going, oh, I'm going to pay $5 million for a Honus Wagner trading card. Now, give me Napoleon's hat. Well, I told you Keep this. Keep your trading card. And people have gotten mad at me about this, but when I was at the major... The, professional baseball hall of fame in cooperstown what struck me was man it's just a bunch of baseballs this was the ball that the braves won the world series with okay okay looks like a baseball oh there's truth here now i did like the uniform stuff fascinating cool babe ruth wore this uniform or this was babe ruth's bat or whatever but this is the ball that mark mcguire hit out okay after a minute, it just didn't. It was just like, okay, another ball, another ball. And I'm a baseball guy, another ball. So, yeah, that would be the the hat would be cool. Just baseballs. I'm, I'm thinking, just, yeah, just rows of baseballs. Do, do I have a way to mentally make that interesting or no? Because you know, obviously, a baseball did it. So, there, okay. There are people that, that do obviously that oh well, wow, I mean, look even at the that. busts and stuff okay read about them yeah, fine yeah i mean the uniform thing was really cool to see how uniforms progress uh, this oh, i like that like yeah, babe yeah, yeah, ruth's yeah. uniform I, mean, I was interested but beyond that yeah just this was the basketball this was i mean you wouldn't do that that way i want to see show me stuff show me uniform show me something that was a moment um Monumental yeah. occasion. Momentous occasion. Uh, something from it, yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm... Why is my password not working? I was trying to give you the... Um, what the 12-team playoff would look like today. But... um. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, ESPN and ESPN Plus is not letting me log in for some reason, and I don't uh, know why. That is the worst. Site. I know you hate it. It is the worst site. <laughs> it is so bad. <laughs> so I don't know what's going. Oh, speaking of Ole Miss basketball, sorry, two thirty today against the uh, Temple Owls. One nil was looking for that. Um, Temple so far this uh, season. Let's see. Let's get that up. I know it's a bad pod. Give me one second. Yeah, Temple three and one on the year. The Rebels are four and zero. 
and that is there in uh, in Philadelphia this afternoon at 2.30. So far this season, they have an 85-65 win at home against Maryland Eastern Shore. They have a 75-68 win at Navy, and they beat Drexel on the road 66-64. Their one loss is to Columbia 78-73 a few days ago at home. They continue their road stand with a, a game against LaSalle close by there. Um, by the way, this game can only be seen on ESPN Plus. There is no of, there is no uh, TV. So I'm sure that question will be asked like 700 times at 2.30 this afternoon. Where can I see the game? The answer is ESPN Plus. That is the only answer. Unless you're like at Funkies or something. I guess they'll have it on screens. But if you're at home and you want to watch this game, ESPN Plus. Or if you're in Philadelphia. Or if you're in Philadelphia, you could go to the game. You could. If you haven't left by now from here, you're probably not making it. Um, Tennessee got beat last night by Purdue. Is that correct? In the uh, Maui Invitational. Good game, close game. I think Purdue pulled it out. They played Marquette in the final today. I did not, I did not watch any. I think that's, that's right. Marquette knocked off uh, Kansas last night. So a 12-team playoff would look like this today. Okay. And again, this completely changes on Saturday, which makes it really irrelevant because Michigan has to play Ohio State. They are, for this sake, they're apparently projecting an Ohio State win over Michigan. So they have Tulane at Michigan, Penn State at Oregon, Louisville at Texas, Missouri at Alabama. Okay. That would be your... First-round matchups. First-round matchups. Home campuses. Yeah, and so you'd have the... I guess the Tulane Michigan winner would play. It's the twelve five. They'd play the four, and the four would be Florida State. Okay. They don't really have it here. The eleven six winner would play the the three, and that would be. I'm guessing Washington. Two would be Ohio State. That would be so. Texas Louisville winner would play Ohio State. The Missouri Alabama winner would play Georgia. Okay. Yes, Marquette knocked off Kansas last night, 73-59. Mm. Marquette now 5-0. and They're ranked number four in the country at the moment. Shaka got it rolling a little bit up there. Yeah, Shaka's got it going good. I've never been to the College Football Hall of Fame. It's in Atlanta now? Yeah, I mean, I've been in the building, but I've never paid attention to the stuff. I covered it was the- in South Bend forever, right? Isn't that correct? Is that right? I don't yeah. know. Didn't it recently move to Atlanta? It's been there for a little while because we had media days. Well, there yeah, but I think year. within the last 10 15 yeah. years. I feel like that's correct. Yeah, Purdue 71-67 over Tennessee last night. Game that took two and a half hours and apparently had a thousand foul calls. The refs decided they were not going to allow the game to take place last night. That happens in, in, that happens in college basketball a lot. It turns into a ref show. Yeah, that, that apparently happened because even people who defend college basketball were going, oh my God, stop. And it did not stop. SEC's taken a couple weird bad losses the last seven, ten days. I mean, you got a lot of teams. Teams are going to lose. Yeah. I get it, but yeah. it's they've had some weird losses, but it's early losses that are sort of par for the course when you're breaking in a new roster, and that's today's college basketball. I mean, your roster is an overhaul year after year. Officials called fifty-one fouls last night. Ridiculous. I mean, think about that. That's 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 well over a foul a minute. Yeah. I mean, just how do you watch the game like that? Yeah. 
51 fouls plus a tech in it's the game last not, night. It's not, it's, not well, it's not well done. It's where, and Grind says it, he's right. This is, this is, now look, in the NBA, you get some bad officiating, but on the whole, it's a better officiated game because they let the game flow. And as it should be. Yeah. And so with the college game, they just won't let it flow. And it just becomes this start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. And people lose their, I lose my attention span. Now that James Madison has lost, they've decided to uh, drop their uh, potential legal action to get a uh, to get a bowl game. Oh. No, you should still fight it. I'm just telling you. I don't know. Yeah, it drives me nuts. People are. You should fight it because if if it was wrong, it's still wrong. Well, that's true. Yeah, there's a lot of difference in talent, but it goes beyond that. It goes in the way they let them play. Think yeah, I mean, I guess my point, I mean, professional officiating should be better than college yes, officiating. It yes. should be a trickle-down effect yeah, yeah. From, from an officiating standpoint. That's not... But the NBA's done some goofy stuff with officiating that people have noticed. Oh, really? Yeah, you start, you start doing the... PC stuff and get away from, hey, let's just have the best officials on the floor. It's a hard job. So were they playing some of the games in this tournament thing and then having some regular season games and then coming back to the tournament? I don't know. The NBA thing. Oh, yeah. The in-season yeah. tournament. No, the in-season tournament is just part of the regular season. So the games count regular season, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, of course. But you're playing certain teams, so your schedule technically changes as you progress through the tournament. Uh, only, only if you get to Las Vegas. Well, okay, but nonetheless, no, the schedule's set. An in-season games and it's an in-season tournament game has been determined that that you play teams. You're in a pod. But then when you get to Vegas, then th- those are additional games. So that will be they will not count the regular season, and they will be in addition to your 82 games. Yes. Okay. That was my confusion. And you can earn compensation for that. Oh, do you? Yes. So there's a reason to win, sort of. I mean, there's money. Okay. For the players. Yes. Okay. I mean, I saw the weird courts and all the stuff. Yeah. Okay. I don't blame them. Do it in November. That's what they're doing. It's fine. I don't mind it since they count. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I didn't know if they counted or not. They're, they're trying to sort of model the um, EPL like, thing. Ch- Champions League and all that stuff that they do in Europe, which is wildly successful over there. And everybody's going to make fun of it in year one, but I wouldn't be surprised if years from now people are like, hey, this is kind of cool. Gives teams motivation to play early. Gives you know you get the chance to. I don't. I haven't minded it at all. It's kind of broken up the early season monotony in the NBA, and you kind of watch games. Maybe some games seem to mean a little more. These are competitive people. There's a championship to be won. They want to win it. I like compared to the normal game. There's no doubt it would up your energy level potentially. Yeah. Everybody likes a bracket. Yeah, everybody loves brackets. We get some good games tonight. I think we get Celtics. It's Celtics Bucks tonight. Is that right? Uh, I had it up a minute ago. I'll look in a second. Uh, speaking of Ole Miss, by the way, on this basketball thing, they are a. Uh, it opened at one. They are now a three and a half point favorite at Temple today at 2 30. So Rebels, uh, again, opened at one. 
now at three and a half. The over-under is 135, so somewhere in the 60s expected for this game. And the money line, Ole Miss, huge money line here. It feels way too big. Ole Miss minus 190, Temple plus 165 on the money line. Oh, how about that? Yeah, we got good games tonight in the association. Um, Nuggets at Magic. Nuggets kind of on a, on a, a little bit of a losing streak. Magic playing well early. You get uh, Heat Cavaliers, a good East game. Heat's a solid team. Bucks at Celtics, that's the big national game. Um, Wimbanyama plays tonight against the Clippers. Kings, Pelicans, solid game. Sixers at the Timberwolves, real solid game. Timberwolves playing great right now. Um, Warriors, Suns, you get a lot of names. Mavericks, Lakers, and uh, Bulls, Thunder. Okay. Thunder going for win number 11 tonight. Over under 47. Uh, over right now. Okay. I mean, they're starting to talk about 50 wins. It's early. It's early. Arkansas, a seven-point favorite at Stanford tonight, by the way. Or maybe that's a neutral side game. I don't know where it's Yeah, at. I think that's the battle for Atlantis. Is that the men's side of the battle for Atlantis? Yeah, so Ole Miss, Ole Miss women have... I their portion of their Atlantis. portion of Atlantis that they've claimed, and now another team will claim the other part of Atlantis. So the Hogs are trying to get involved in that. Apparently, the Hogs are one of the teams that are vying for that. battling to claim Atlantis. Okay, fair enough. I don't know who else is involved, other than Stanford. Obviously, they're also trying to claim Atlantis. I don't you, know what other teams are trying to claim Atlantis. You ever been to Atlantis? I have never been. I wouldn't even know where to go. I guess I would just go east towards the Atlantic and hope that I would find Atlantis somewhere in yeah, the ocean. The Bahamas. There. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never been. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last couple warnings. Told you about it yesterday. Still uh, time, but better get at it now to get those Christmas lights up with heavenly sunshine. They know Christmas lights are beautiful, but they can be a lot of work. And if, look, if you already put it off by now, you don't want to do it yourself. So let them take care of the hassle and do it for you for the full service installation plan. They'll install, take down, and store the lights. Commercial-grade LEDs, 100% customizable to your home or business. They take care of the lights, might take care of the gifts. They've been serving the Mid-South and Oxford for four decades. Full-service commercial and residential property maintenance includes power washing, soft wash roof cleaning, facade cleaning, and window cleaning. HeavenlySunshine.com, 662-342-1203. Would you like some peace of mind knowing that your roof is taken care of, whether you need an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program? Riverland Roofing has you covered, home or business. As a GAF Master Elite Contractor, they can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Licensed and insured Riverland Services, Mississippi, and its surrounding states. Text or call Riverland today at 662-644-4297. Are you ready for the ultimate college experience? Welcome to College Town Oxford, your new home away from home. They know you want the best. That's exactly what they offer. No more long commutes or missing out on campus events at Ole Miss. It's right next door to the Ole Miss campus, offering spacious two, three, four, and five-bedroom cottages, each with individual Leases because they believe in flexibility and simplicity. Their incredible amenities will make you feel like you're living in a resort, whether it's a weekend binge-watching session or hosting the best game day parties. You'll do it in comfort and style, cheering on the Rebels with your friends. Communities designed to give you the perfect blend of comfort and convenience. So don't break up the gang. Instead, go to uh, College Town Oxford, pick out your favorite floor plan, reserve it today, at collegetownoxford.com. Text their VIP list to become 
The first to know when they're leasing for fall 2024 is open, 662-300-3733. Pockets is brought to you by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C. Service people across rural communities. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the 1 gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's nespark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, portal controls, network security, and much more. So again, to get the best internet in Lafayette County, 662-238-3159. Uh, spoke of, By the way, I need to yeah. say this because I forgot. Riverland Roofing uh, sponsors Pete's Pigskin Preview. That is up. His uh, look at Mississippi State as we get ready for tomorrow's game. That's up at uh, MPW Digital as is the uh, the butcher versus the dance instructor, where Greg and Caroline Campbell joined in this week and made their uh, their college picks. Campbell picked too. She helped pick. She helped, but Caroline did not. Caroline take. does not need help. She does not need help. She vetoed Campbell on multiple occasions. Did she really? Yes. With 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 logic. Just with yeah, Caroline actually understands the point spreads. Oh, Campbell doesn't understand the point spreads. Campbell the admitted way. that there are people in her in her uh, friend group who were texting about the Sam Pittman situation earlier in the week, and Campbell admitted that she just kind of checked out at that point. She didn't, didn't doesn't really care. Okay. Caroline, on the other hand, seems to care to some degree. Whether he's retained? She was hoping that he would not be retained. Oh, really? Yes. So while she doesn't understand the intricacies necessarily, she would like to win. She would like to win. Yes. <laughs> she enjoys winning. There's the competitive nature to it that goes, no, let's let's get moving. She's here. much more competitive than her big sister. There's no question about that. Her big sister doesn't believe that it matters. Yes. Okay. I mean, look. It's a compelling argument. Yes. Uh, not that we become a movie podcast by any means, but you might want to get out of the house at some point in the next few days. You can be surrounded by families and in-laws and all sorts of stuff. Uh, we mentioned uh, Napoleon is out now. Uh, Maestro also out. That is the Bradley Cooper direct and starring as uh, Leonard Bernstein, the uh, con- American conductor. Hmm. It's getting uh, early buzz. Disney has uh, their new one, Wish, with their thing. It's going to pull in somewhere around $50 million by the end of the weekend. It's the musical fantasy about a young girl who must save the day with the help of a wishing star that frequently appears in the Disney cinematic universe for uh, people my age, or actually a little younger than me. Good Burger 2 coming out. Keenan and Kel back for that one. And then uh, be aware that that Friday NFL game is also an Amazon game yes. for uh, streaming. And they are expecting lots of QR codes on the screens for you to buy Amazon products during the game by taking the the camera thing so just heads up there they paid for it if that might bug you go ahead and get ready for it it's uh it's coming on friday they paid for it austin thank you for the super chat what do we have planned for thanksgiving just togetherness traditional stuff and then stay sober enough to watch a football game that night and write about it and talk about it what is sober enough what is what, what what is what is sober enough where you're not asleep oh Somewhere a little more sober than when the Mike Shula thing happened. Yeah, maybe, a, yeah. a little less sober than last week, like somewhere well, in the middle. We didn't there. do the Shula thing until like one in the morning. It was late. We'd had some bourbon by that point. Yeah, it was. It, it the show had had tuckered out by then. We pretty much finished the show, and we were like, "Why not?" And had I known, probably wouldn't have done it. Although it would have. I anticipated it being a funny laugh. Although back then there was no stream. We just did a podcast. Is that right? Right. 17. We weren't streaming okay. in 17. I guess you're right. Yeah. I think that's 
I think that's correct. We had finished the show. Is your turkey brining? Yeah. Okay. What time are you doing that tomorrow? I'd guess around two. How long do you keep this thing on? I haven't done it in two years. How long for the smoke turkey? I know size matters. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's some it's so many minutes per pound. I got to look it up. Okay, I figure it'll take like four hours. Okay, <laughs> like I don't know. Whatever. I mean, I <laughs> throw it on there. It'll cook. Whatever, it's fine. It's well, in good. some ways, I mean, you do put the the probe in there, and when it gets to one. What's it like 162? You take it off and it's going to rest to 165. There is a certain amount of just chemistry. Follow the recipe to it. Yeah. You're not just glancing at it and touching it and going, yeah, it's done. It's not that complicated. Keeping the egg at the right temperature is a bigger like. So the key to that I've learned. Okay. Is start your fire early. Okay. And give yourself plenty of time. Give yourself an hour and a half, two hours to get the fire right. So it's there and it's done. Yeah. So the, once you, that is part of the problem. I, I wait too long and then I'm just trying yeah. to mess with it and get it rolling. And like I'll probably light the fire tomorrow at like seven in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then if it's ready, because once you have it right and you control the heat, it's gonna you you you're, you're, you're good for twelve hours. Yeah. So I'll just take my time and get it right, and then I'll put it on at the right time and let it go and. You know, it's one of those deals. If you don't, if it's not ready till two oh eight, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and I both like words. We'll close here. I found this interesting. Oh, I'll get an egg bowl thought in a second. But I found this interesting yesterday. Morning Brew was saying that uh, they were tracking language used by American CEOs in, in in like earnings meetings this quarter. Okay. And the word choiceful, choice f u l choiceful. Okay has seen a huge rise in corporate America and wondering if it's a word that in general is going to start coming back. It means I have a lot of choices. Right. It's like plentiful, choiceful. Uh-huh. Uh, it's actually a 16th century word, so it's been around for 500, 600 years. But going into the year, it was used only 0.002% per million words spoken, not a word that mattered at all in the English language. Mm-hmm. In 2021, it was only mentioned two times in earnings meetings by CEOs. Nine last year, and just this week, mentioned 15 times. Oh, wow. So, choiceful has gotten into the American corporate vernacular and is potentially coming back into it. I don't either. I I, I don't, I I, I can't make myself think of sentences where I would make that just part of my normal. No, that would, that would never be a, a unintentional. Like that would not be a word that was just sort of in your menu of words as you were talking or writing. Mm-mm. You'd have to make a point to use that word. Yeah, I think so too. At which point, that's that's working. Way that's too a warning hard. sign that maybe you shouldn't use that word. Correct. Uh, if I give you one stat tomorrow, what do you want to predict the game? Turnovers. Just turnovers. That's it. Okay. If it's even or Ole Miss wins the turnover battle, it's, it's over. over. They're the better team. If you told me Ole Miss turns it over three times, I'm like, oh, uh-oh, what happened? It's turnovers. What about you? I mean, that is the answer, but for the sake of the uh, podcast, uh, rushing yards allowed. Because does State oh. pop something? Do they do they change their scheme a little bit to try to attack what Ole Miss has struggled with at times? What does that look like? Um because rushing yards in college also means getting to Will Rogers and sacking him because that counts as a rushing stat, not a passing stat like the NFL. I might even want to see Jackson Dart's passing yards. 
If it's a low number, I might be a little alarmed. And if it's 360, you go, whoa. Oh, it's a blowout? Yeah. If he throws for like 250, and it's about what I thought it would be. Okay. They were balanced. They ran the ball. They threw the ball. But if it said like 171, you go, whoa. Yeah, I'd be interested at that point. Like, what happened? Get a little close? Yeah. And I won't be surprised if this is a close game. Ole Miss has a tendency this year to play close games. Talking about an early schedule, by the way, as we uh, close that Purdue team that uh, beat Tennessee yesterday. Obviously, a great regular season team. They got to win in the postseason. They've struggled with that. But uh, here's one for you: with Marquette moving up to number six in Ken Palm, Purdue will now face number four, five, six, and seven and eight in the Ken Palm in the span of eight games. Wow, eight game period. Purdue plays four, five, six, seven, and eight. Four, five, six, seven, and eight. Only teams out of the top eight that Purdue will not play is Houston and Connecticut. Wow, I'll give them credit now that they they're not afraid to schedule at all. They they went to Fayetteville and played a practice game. They'll they'll play people. Stuart Mandel actually with a point that makes sense on why polls are so dumb. Oregon's an interesting test case for why the committee shouldn't do weekly rankings. They have a lot of, quote, big wins against teams that later face-planted. Now they have zero top 25 wins. They've been dominant. The committee's obviously not going to drop them two spots, but the actual resume has zero top 25 wins on it. Agree with Stuart completely. It's one of the things I do yeah. not like about the whole thing. This The Tuesday ranking show is nothing but a made-for-TV show, and our field falls for it hook, line, and sinker week after week after week. Why why not wait till the end and then look at it and go, okay, here's here's the deal. Well, yeah, the NCAA tournament doesn't give you a bracket every week. No. They don't participate in that at all. Mm-hmm. Why do we do this in football? It's other it's than TV. it's Tuesday night made for TV, and it works. Yeah, it People watch it, yeah. and then they debate it. And they argue about it. Yeah. But, you know, in basketball, you see the Lenardi do the first four in, last four out, whatever stuff. But the NCAA doesn't participate in that. Yeah. No, 100%. By the way, uh, today is the 60-year anniversary of the Kennedy assassination. And if you're looking for something kind of new, Politico, believe it or not, I give him a ton of credit. Uh, I won't give credit to the person who wrote this. Jeff Greenfield wrote this story, five-time Emmy-winning network television analyst and author. Would JFK had lost, have lost had he lived is the, uh, is the question. Oh. It's really, really good. He talks about... Um, That's interesting. He talks about how the, the economy was, was in a golden age in 1963, but Kennedy's re-election prospects were at real risk because of race. It says Kennedy uh, would not have escalated the war in Vietnam. Obviously, that's one of the potential conspiracy fuelers. Um, he says the 60s would have been a lot less angry had Kennedy not been killed. He says, however, and this was the interesting part, he said Kennedy's private life was becoming public. Even then. Kennedy was, a, uh, in his words, a reckless philanderer. And people were aware of it. In June of 1963, Bobby Kennedy, at the time the Attorney General, had confronted two reporters for the New York Journal American who'd published a story linking a British prostitute to a high-elected American official. Uh, Most people inside Washington believed that that was the president. Oh, wow. Uh, One of the... When a scandal erupted in 1963 over a Senate aide's financial misdeeds, the story widened into reports that the aide had supplied, quote, party girls 
end quote, to high-ranking officials. One of the women was Ellen Romich, a frequent White House visitor. The story caught the eye of, this is old newspaper days, you'll like this, Clark Malenhoff of the Des Moines Register, one of the most feared investigative reporters in Washington. He wrote in late October of 1963 that evidence is likely to include identification of several high executive branch officials who were involved with Romich. And then it says the potential for disaster was not confined to a few reporters. Kennedy's extramarital behavior was known to the imperious FBI chief, J. Edgar Hoover, who was delighted to let Bobby Kennedy know that the FBI had learned about the president's liaisons. It was the best job security the director could have. At the same time, this was valuable information that JFK's enemies could use against him. If the 19 election, 1964 election had become close, it's believed Hoover might have been tempted to leak it against a president he considered morally depraved. Oh, wow. If Republicans in Congress had discovered Kennedy's conduct, they might have shrugged off the customs of the day and aired the affairs to the public given potential national security implications. So it's just kind of interesting they dive into what would have happened had that's interesting. this date in history six years ago. We very rarely get a new happened. spin on anything. So that's yeah. really, It was really good. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it this morning. Okay. Baseball America, by the way, Neil has a new story out on Otani as the oh, stakes open here today. So we'd like to read that. We've got a Cubs paragraphs on why it makes sense and why it doesn't make sense and chances and all kind of stuff. So happy Wednesday as we head into uh, Thanksgiving in Ole Miss and Mississippi State, 630 tomorrow night from Starkville. Postgame show presented by Dead Soxy following the completion of the Egg Bowl and the 2023 regular season for the, uh, the Rebels as they're probably headed to uh, some Florida Bowl barring this uh, access thing that we discussed today. So uh, anyway, for Neil, Chase, talk to you tomorrow. Or, yeah, talk to you tomorrow night. Take care. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.